Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. Here we are, TechFest 2018. It gives me a great pleasure, indeed, to be talking to, well, what some would call on the scene as a new face, but been around in the background for, what, a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one and only Mr. Chris Sherman. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you very much. Uh, how are you, Steve? You are, I'm, very, I'm very well indeed on this <laughs> fine sunny day. I know. So, <laughs> Pim's a clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> indeed it is. Yeah. I've been freshly introduced by Mr. James Monty. <laughs> Taking quality care of me right that's now. It. <laughs> that's it. That's on their rider for every tour. I know. It's just pims. I love it. Pims. I love it's it. got to be done. Got to be done. I, I have had it at a French cafe ah, in uh, Nebraska. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pims in, yeah. in, in, in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, a nice place in Nebraska. Yeah. That's a nice eclectic mix for you. <laughs> Pretty strange. So, yeah. yeah, but how does the uh, English pims compare to over there then? The fact that it's been made it by James. Yeah, I know. That this oh. is a special drink. <laughs> this, this drink trumps all drinks. Oh, I imagine. And you've got to say that anyway. Yeah, I'm not pro-Trump either. <laughs> no. Trump yeah, is a thumbs God, down. Yeah, so tell me <laughs> yeah, about it. I'll say that publicly. <laughs> yeah. I can say that with you as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a bit of a political sort of discussion earlier with another band that I was interviewing, but we'll, we, may, we may get to that. You never know. So, <laughs> yes. you uh, released uh, your debut solo album in December last year. To uh, put you on the map, as it were, um, and generated a whole lot of interest. And what I find interesting, um, and I'm sort of old school, I am of a certain age, and I remember all those guitar shreds coming through the 80s. And interesting for me is the reference, absolutely, the references that you have, the Randy Rhodes, the Eddie Van Halen reference. And, and I just wonder. You know the, the similarities is that in your playing, so people suggest. Okay. I wonder if you're sort of happy with sort of being referenced to those, or where do you see yourself as in that? Uh, you know, it's funny how it. That's a, you're great. You're just nailing it. You're, you're not even reading anything. You're just memorizing all these things about me. Spectacular. I'm not worthy. Okay, to answer your question, you know, it's 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 so interesting because uh, I'm totally fine with those references because. Those guys are my original original heroes, yeah. you know, on guitar. Because I grew up at, at that time. Like, I was unfortunate to not be able to see Randy Rhodes live because yeah. he had passed away, like, when I was 13. Yeah. 12. 12 or 13. Okay, yeah. So, and I really was a big fan. Yeah. It, it was because of Randy Rhodes' guitar playing on Blizzard of Oz and Diary of a Madman. Yeah, yeah. This is the reason why I play guitar today. Yeah. I, I, it, there was something about it. Yeah. I listened to it and I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever yeah. heard in my life is yeah. guitar work. Yeah. And so I had just knew at that point that guitar was the thing for me because yeah. I had, um, prior to that, I played bass guitar a little bit. Right. And then I played alto saxophone in like elementary school. Right. Okay, yeah. And, uh, and I, just totally didn't last. I didn't last. <laughs> right. But w- which scared my parents because I was asking them to buy me a guitar yeah. and they were thinking, oh, yeah. well, he's, just, money and he, then he's <laughs> just going to go away with like the bass and the, the alto saxophone. But they, but it completely stuck. So when I was 13, um, I started playing guitar and, I, and of course I got a Gibson Les Paul standard because of, that's what Randy played. Yeah. Randy Rose played. It was uh, like an, 80, uh, an 80s Les Paul, yeah. I think it was, a white, the white custom. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you 
you know, I'm honored, actually, if anybody thinks I sound like any either of those two players, right, okay. because I, I, I don't hear it in yeah. my playing, but I was I was um, heavily influenced, so it's probably there somewhere. Yes. Because do you remember there was a guitar player named Mark somebody that sold this product called the Metal Method, and he broke down licks and played them fast and slow. Right. And I remember lick number one on this cassette tape that I had right, to okay. learn was the first lick of the Randy Rhodes solo in the song I Don't Know. Okay, yeah. I Don't Know. Yeah, yeah the first song on Blizzard of Oz. It was that, it was that pentatonic, just shredded, yeah, yeah, yeah. killer lick in A. And I learned that and thought it was the coolest thing in the planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was great because he played it fast. Like, yeah. Speed, and then he played it half speed. Yes. So you could wrap your mind around it. I think it. I was. I think from from my, from my memory. I mean, because uh, I'm of that age and remember that sort of uh, all that stuff quite well. It was like the likes yeah. of Wolf Marshall in the early eighties. That's the guy who had yeah. the metal man. Yeah, yeah. It's, Wolf, it, that, Marshall. Wolf Marshall. That's yeah. him. That's him. I, I was I was there trying to I was there, I was there trying to learn the sort of Ingvar Malmsteen back in the day. Yeah. And and uh, remember sort of like the likes of Vinnie Moore when he oh, first came out because that's that's, that's my sort of Mind's area eye, all of that stuff. quality with Tony McAlpine. Oh, yeah. Keyboard. I know, I, like, oh I know. God, He's like a virtuoso, uh, though. That kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid. That yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've met indeed. him recently, Tony. Tony oh, was on right. tour with a, with a uh, friend of mine, um, Felix Martin. Right. Felix Martin was opening for him. Oh, right, yeah. On a tour. Was, yes. And I went to a few, few, like two or three different shows, and yeah. Tony was the nicest, gracious, yeah, yeah. nicest He's guy. So, nice, so yeah. cool, so cool. Yeah. But the Randy Rhodes and the Eddie Halen, I was always a little more Rhodes fan right, than, okay. than Eddie. Yeah. And it was always like the battle, like who's yeah. better? You know, about, who cares who's <laughs> yeah, better? Indeed, they're, yeah, they're yeah. totally different birds, you yeah. know. But Eddie was um, such an innovator. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, from his amps and his sounds to his playing. And then Randy was like so far ahead of his time. Yeah. It, I stress to anybody that's in there, uh, that's thirty years old or younger, right now <laughs> listening to this interview, to go back. If you're a big guitar fan, go back and listen to Blizzard of Oz and Diary of a Madman. Yeah. And if you listen closely to that guitar, right. It's pretty razor tone, a little yet. offensive to the ear. Yeah. But if you listen to what he's playing, it's like crazy good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still hard to emulate that stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. my favorite solo of of Randy's is in uh, on Diary of a Man Man, called, a song called S A T O. Yeah, yeah. I, know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what it stands for. Yeah, I can't remember. But it's killer, man. Yeah. He's got like the Jeff Beck double stops happening. Yeah. And he's just like shredding his, his booty off. It's just so good, man. Yeah. So yeah, um, I have no problem with people referencing that. I think it's a it's a it's an honor to be referenced to that. And but it, but it definitely did shape like uh, the 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 beginner's mind that I had yeah, at yeah, the time. Yeah. Because you know when you're like young, you're just like a sponge. It's yeah. like that's the time you should be learning foreign languages and things because yeah, you, you absorb it. Yeah. Now just yeah, I wouldn't even try to. <laughs> I'd love to speak different languages, but the guitar playing at that time, it was like, uh, when you're 13 years old, you're like in the sixth grade, fifth grade. Could well be, yeah. Somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. I didn't even think about girlfriends and stuff. Yeah. I thought about like going home and playing my guitar in my room. Just I, like, I, was, I was there with you. Know, yeah. I was there, because back in the day, I was being a band, I had a Schecter uh, back in oh. the early 80s. Oh, now, those were killer back then. Those Absolute, were like boutique, like, they certainly like were. custom-built Absolutely. cool Schecter stuff. Uh, it was, and it had locking tram on it as well, and it was just oh, like, it was man. back in the day. And of course, you always have those things where you, go, I went through a bit of a sabbatical from guitar, flagged all my stuff, then realized that I just thought, I'm not going to get anywhere 
radio, so I'll just do radio and just talk crap instead. <laughs> well, you're great at it. I can already We're tell. crap. <laughs> no, no, by just talking and being on the radio. I mean, you're great at it. You're just rattling off all these cool references. I mean, we're cut from the same cloth, it sounds like, because we were listening to the same things at the same time. Absolutely sounds like that, yeah. Those things are amazing. And um, the Schechter, I had a friend, uh, I can't remember his name, but I lived in Michigan for like a year and a half, yeah. first year of high school. And uh, this dude had a Schechter, man. It was like the yeah. thing. It yes. was kind of like... Uh, it was kind of like the early Charvels. Yes. Like, really cool, like, yeah. fingerhead stocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. flat radius yeah, on the absolutely. neck. It was, you yeah, absolutely. You just shred your ass off on him. Yeah. Your bum off on him. You can edit that. You can shred your bum off on him. Your bum. Yeah. Your bum bum. Use a soft cloth towel right on that to keep it clean. <laughs> absolutely. So, the, the, the thing for me, then, is that those are the sort of influences that would start to shape you as a young guitarist. Yeah. So, how did that sort of formulate itself into the likes and just the stylism, the stylism that you've got now okay. in terms of, you know, the, the technical disabilities, the yeah. trend that's sort of really being pushed on the YouTube oh, and elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, wow, you know. Okay, well, you, you know... <laughs> that's a big leap. I, uh, yeah, it's a huge leap. <laughs> that song is the only song on the record that sounds it's, like that. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. It's, it sounds like that. Okay, so truth be told is that um, the... I was fascinated when I first heard Tosin Abasi. Yeah. It was fascinating. Yeah. It was like, geez, yeah. what's happening here? Yeah, but, but you know, knowing, knowing um, the roots of the the. I mean, okay, knowing the roots of the uh, techniques that he's using yeah. comes yeah. directly from Victor Wooten. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, Evan Brewer knows the Wooten guys. The, Evan just took it to town, you know. And, I, and actually, Evan and Tosin were in a band together, and that's right. who really taught Tatos and how to like do the thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan, yeah. You know, and 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 uh, you know, Tosin just brought it to guitar, you yeah. know, and put some gain on it and yeah. made it this thing. Yeah, you know? so, yeah. it's just so cool. It's it's kind of I I look at Tosin kind of like Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, very innovative. Yes, absolutely. Sounds yeah. like no one else. Yeah. you know, and uh, timing is everything. Yeah. you know, he was able to just kind of pave this road. Um, so anyway, I was really influenced by that for that song right um, and it's obvious you know it's not like I'm trying to hide yeah, that yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. ridiculous yeah. it's like well yeah it's a very similar sound yeah. tone you know but it's, but it's but he's nailed it so well yeah. that that's like you know what do you want to thump with some other weird sound yeah. tone? You know, it's not going to sound right but anyway um, uh, I happened to uh, to become pretty good acquaintances with Tosin uh, yeah. a few years back and um, and uh, the guitar I have I got directly from him yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. At Tam. And so it's um, it's really cool because he he just kind of influenced me a little bit in that thing, and I thought, well, you know what? I want to try that. I want to yeah. try to like work that vibe into my music, yes. or work that sound, just like blues players work blues into their music and they play the pentatonic scales and do yeah. like some some cool bends and different things that are lend themselves well or, or the tapping you know yeah. a lot of people don't realize where tapping really came from was way yeah. back before uh, Eddie Van Halen absolutely. ever thought I, about I remember it. seeing an, an old black and white uh, yeah. video and I think it was like Les Paul oh, yeah, doing, yeah. A, doing, a, doing a piece on, and like you know just tapping, tapping, tapping like, yeah. oh my god you know? not only does he like invent a, a fantastic guitar and humbucker pickups uh, and, then and it, sound on sound recording exactly that yeah, yeah, sakes. multi-track recording. Yeah, and then you know, and then it's any taps as well. Now, that oh guy's the God. ultimate innovator. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Jesus. <laughs> so you know, that's why Eddie Van Halen appreciated um, uh, Les Paul so yeah, much. Yeah, you know, yeah. he was at his birthday parties and everything yeah. else. But but yeah, so that song was was influenced by that. But it was it was an undertaking for me because like I 
I have never seen Tosin's video. Yeah. On, it's called Thump, I think. Yeah. By Premier Guitar. Yeah. I've never seen it before. But um, I just had talked to him about the technique and was hanging out with Tosin at NAMM show. Yeah. Tosin's, you know, like um, an acquaintance enough to have been over to my home before and yes. whatever, and we hung out. But that technique was, like, so foreign to me. Yeah. I tried doing it. It was like, oh, God. <laughs> it was like trying to learn how to hold your pick and play on the same string as your pick and quiet the other string uh, you know, you know that, like yeah, when you start you're yeah, a beginner yeah. you're like oh this is a nightmare <laughs> and you know as uh, when you're a developed guitar player when you go you feel like you're going backwards by like trying to harness a new technique yes and the, your natural instinct is to go forget this yeah, forget this is horrible yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to do this this is <laughs> like going to school again you know <laughs> yuck you know but I just kind of stuck with it and you'll if you talk to my wife she's like oh because she, she heard <laughs> hours and yeah. hours and hours of thum, 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 thum. Wait, wait, oh there's three oh there's a triplet that was like me switching from alternate picking that I've done for 20 years to like economy picking yeah. and it's just like I just can't do it forget uh, it yeah, I'll just stick with alternate say one two three down down yeah forget down, it down up down 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 <laughs> yeah. but, but it's amazing to do it you know, once you get a hold of yeah, it because yeah, yeah. you know? I've had uh, I've took some private lessons a couple of private lessons from uh, uh, Frank Gambali yes and, oh, the Thunder from Down Under. Yes. Sensational class guitar. Oh, oh my God. Well, Chip not really. Oh, and and the, like, pretty much the, the inventor of all the economy picking oh, yeah, and stuff. He's out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, t- I, t- I took a couple of lessons with Andy Timmons. Do you know Andy? Oh, my word. He's so well, I, good. I was, I was very fortunate when Danger Danger reformed about two years ago with the original lineup and they came to do a, a, a sort of a niche festival over here in the UK. And our radio station interviewed the whole band and for me to actually talk to... Did Andy come and, for and, that? Yes, he played it. Oh, but they, they, cool. It was the one of the last shows and I, I managed to sort of like collar him uh, and corner him in the corner of the studio because he broadcast live and guess that. what I, know I can already tell you he was the nicest oh my guy God, what? just Isn't an absolute super, gentleman just oh, super cool God. and I think he's doing some more stuff around ear ecstasy as well I've just seen a couple of posters oh, recently good, so. good Andy Timmons ah oh, tone master yeah not only that Tone master, Mason Boogie, but but the master of so many oh, different techniques. Oh my word, yes. Oh my gosh, like Guthrie Govan. Yeah. Oh, we can knock a dagger. You know, it's oh, like, God. hey, let me play twenty-five different styles and sound like a master yeah. every one of them. It's like, yeah, Jesus, I don't, I don't have the time for that. Yeah. I don't know. Neither do I. I'm, I'm just like flabbergasted <laughs> when you, when you see guys like that. Yeah. They're just like, what? They're yeah. just aliens, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, did all they ever do is play guitar? Yeah. They never went to school. Yeah. They did with their parents until they were thirty years old. Never had to have a job I mean, what, what is the deal I mean are you that gifted yeah. well, but but speaking of, of that isn't it interesting how you like I would say you and I are different type of musicians than the younger younger guys today yeah because of like YouTube and stuff yeah it's like I was forced to learn everything by ear absolutely. with a cassette or vinyl yeah like, absolutely going back to think, think, oh, flexi discs you know, take you flexi, yeah flexi discs flexi from disc <laughs> that's when I first heard the attitude song oh, it was on Steve a flexi disc yeah, oh man. my god yeah, yeah. that's where I first yeah that was on that flexi same with Devil Take the Hindmost from Alan Holdsworth of the Metal Fatigue record I was yeah. a flexi disc and guitar player yeah crazy times <laughs> and so but the kids today are, are spoon fed any technique play, they need they? to know yeah. they just YouTube it yeah. and there's somebody right there teaching you yeah, everything yeah. so what I think that's just a different beat of musician yeah. not saying Definitely. one's better than another no. what, what, I'm, what my point is is that that's awesome but it's also awesome to sit and learn 
from your ear because you you it trains your ear so well to when you hear something you know right where it is yeah, pretty quickly yeah. and not only that is guess how many things you discover by trying to play someone else's stuff yeah. like like even Eddie Van Halen stuff like well, what is he doing yeah. what is it is yeah. that really a guitar yeah. holy crap what is going on and the phase 90 and the, the echo flex yeah. and everything it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wow what's that sound and you try to do it and what you're doing is you're you're trying to to, to crack the da Vinci code yeah and on your way there you're discovering new things that he's not doing that you're doing absolutely that, that. you just like this well I yeah, just busted that one out check that out that, yeah. so it's a super <laughs> like uh, rewarding like every day's Christmas yeah yeah, you know? indeed. Yeah, 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 definitely. So it's so cool to be able to like have that under your belt versus if you just went to YouTube and said, I need an, uh, the how to tap like Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. And then it comes up and then all that guesswork is over. Yeah. It's just immediately fed to you. Yeah. And then you do it and you, you can yeah. work on mastering the technique. Yes. Yeah. So totally different world. Yeah, definitely. I'm not saying one's better than the other because the... The, the YouTube guy is going to get really advanced fast. Yes. Or the other guy is going to discover more of him, what his, his, his own creative I, stuff. I get, absolutely, because then that's how you develop your own style, really. Exactly. By sort of trying, yeah. certainly playing from here and then making the mistakes, yeah. you'll actually sort of generate some different yeah. type of melody that you yes. think, I like that. Actually. Indeed. And remember that. Indeed. And, and I became pretty darn good at being able to, like, just jam, yeah. like, an improv with people yeah. and not make a total arse of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's yeah, like, yeah. Like, Oh God! I'm playing all the wrong notes. This is embarrassing. <laughs> but there, uh, you know, I do love to be in the room with other musicians where I'm the least talented because right. it makes you rise to the occasion. Absolutely, yes. It's like these guys are just uh, wow. When you're just like, oh my gosh, if, if I don't, if I don't put something out, <laughs> yeah, my, I'll just put mine down. Yeah, yeah. So you turn that into a coffee table. That guitar is <laughs> a coffee the table. Spinal Tap records yeah. dropping that in there. Indeed. <laughs> Good old days yeah. and the hearing aid video. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is so solid. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, in terms of... Um, Did I answer the last question? I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's good enough for me. Anyway, it's Randy fine. I'll just, uh, absolutely. Yeah, he's influenced me, for sure. So, but, but, but the technical disabilities, back to that. Yes. Were, okay, to make sure I answer that, was yes, I was heavily influenced by it, and it's very apparent. Um, uh, but it's it's it's... It, it's my own composition yeah. so it, it's different and it's long and it's brutal to play yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like uh, that's why I named it technical disabilities because yeah. I can barely get through yeah. the darn thing without failing because I was thinking know? oh technical disabilities that, is that like a Racer X Paul Gilbert reference for technical difficulties yeah, yeah. and then you whack it on it's like no it's like a, there's an animals as leaders comment and it's sort of just a total just a like technical monster vibe in that well, one going off in well, it. and then to have uh, Amos on bass uh, have you watched that playthrough play video through, it's, it's, yeah. it's <laughs> his technique is ridiculous yeah. And he's like warning my bass player, hey man, you better warm up because you'll get tendonitis or something if you don't do proper stretching and warming up. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's just hard on you. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you got like the nerves going and the adrenaline. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's that. <laughs> In terms of getting the, the, the debut album out, then, why is, you know, there's been, seems to have been like a, a long journey for you to, to get yes. a, a release. Well, and I'll tell you why that is. Um, it's like, um, when you're... Okay, so when I was younger, in my early 20s, yeah. you know, um, I was doing it. I was playing gigs and doing some touring, and yeah. I was opening up for, like, Dream Theater on their Images yeah. Words oh, Tour, yeah. playing with, like, bands like King's X yeah. and all these, doing all these opening spots for all these, like... 90s bands and yeah. late 80s and 90s bands yeah. it was a fun time and I had a great time but then you know what you start a family and then you have to make yeah. money you know yeah. and you have to provide for them and yes. etc and you, Absolutely. there's just no you know it's, it, I had to 
put that on the back burner yeah. to to be. So what was that involved? In? What was the band then at the time that you were involved with? Was that a solo? Oh that you were no, doing? It, it was a band that I was in called Die Laughing, right. and it was a band uh, that it was somebody else started, yeah. and I was hired as a guitar player. Right. As a matter okay. of fact, I took. Do you know who Mark Zavon is from uh, Kill Devil Hill? He's a, I know the band, the band Devil with, Hill, actually, the, so. with Rex Brown, yeah, from Pantera. Pantera, yeah, yeah. Okay, the guitar player for that band is a Omaha boy friend of mine, oh, named right, Mark okay. Zavon, super cool guy. He was in Die Laughing prior to me, and it's kind of a funny thing. Every job that he leaves, I'm the replacement. <laughs> I was the replacement. Oh, I was like God. always following his footsteps. <laughs> funny thing, but uh, yeah, Mark left, and then they hired me, and then that was that's that's uh, that band was the band that I did all those opening slots for. Yeah. It was a power trio, and it was all original stuff, and it was kind of like kind of like Rush. Yeah, it's kind of like Rush. There was a singer, the bass player sang. Yeah, and uh, uh, it was prog, prog, yeah, yeah, prog yeah. rock. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. That's where my heart's been that way. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's right. always been that way. And I'm trying to really nail it down. Is why why did I gravitate towards towards? I've I've always been super enamored and fascinated with the mathematics of music. Right. Okay. For some reason. Yeah. But it has to have soul. It has to have soul because like when somebody can just shred and play a thousand notes. Yes. It's such a turnoff unless there's. You know, the shred is not the shred without the slow guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what I mean. <laughs> I do. It's not. It's not yeah. the shred. Yeah. It's just like it's. Because it's a blaze. Absolutely. And it, you, you get no vibe from it. And there's an element where you, you know, for a few seconds you're sort of stunned in awe of the technical ability, mm. but then it doesn't last very long, and it just just doesn't continue. Yeah. It? It's like, ah, yeah, okay. It's like ten thousand dolphins around your boat versus yeah. just two or three yeah. where you can touch and pet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty soon it's like well, over overloaded sensory. <laughs> what a great analogy. <laughs> you know what I mean? No? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, well, I, this is kind of weird, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not so good, but just a few. <laughs> Something. It's like Kevin Nealon. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you're, you're exactly right. The, yeah, so the, the shred and all that sort of thing, it, yeah, it, it needs to be... Uh, accompanied with some, you know, some vibe, some slow, some good vibrato, yeah, and some, yeah. make it sing, make it, make it, make it sing, make it dance a little bit, and then with the shred is the shred, then then you're like, whoa, that yeah, was super fast, yeah. and that was super cool, you yeah. know, and then you're back into something else. So yeah. I don't tend to gravitate towards any guitar players that are just full on shred all the right. time because it just lacks. It's boring. Quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's boring quickly. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. I mean, in terms of that sort of eighties, uh, which is just banging my area for that, there's so many sort of good rock and metal guitarists, and whether people now still see them as relevant, and you know, with the likes of like the Vinnie Moore, Inve, etc., etc., that were sort of coming out in the in the in the eighties, post Eddie Van Halen era. Yeah. Um, but I just wonder. You mentioned Alan Allsworth as well, and that yeah. jazz vibe, and Frank Gambale. I remember seeing Frank Gambale come over to the UK and doing doing a guitar clinic around about the late eighties. Yeah. and just simply astounding but well, people don't believe. always sort of reference the fact that even even the pre that the sort of 70s the likes of Larry Carlton Pat Metheny's uh, and the Aldemiola Paco de Lucia oh, the yeah. Friday Night Mediterranean Sundance Friday Night Sasco, yeah. San Francisco live album was just, <laughs> yeah. just simply sensational just ridiculous yeah. Yeah. And, then, and you sort of reference that and it's like with the younger younger uh, uh, kids as it were or people yeah. men playing or, or women playing and it's like they, they don't sort of, they don't see that as relevant I sometimes find that's a bit sad. It is a bit sad, and I think half of it's just because they are completely unaware of it. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it just depends on how deep they want to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, you indeed, know, are they yeah. satisfied immediately with like? 
you know, the latest animals as leaders, or are they going to go back catalog to the first one? Yeah. Or are they, you know, same thing, like, you know, like, let's, say, let's take Queensryche, for instance. Yeah. Okay. Do you like Queensryche? One of my favorite okay. bands, Sullivan, the first ever tour, when they supported Dio <laughs> oh, in 1983. And oh, on their EP or the uh, Warning? That was the Warning album. Oh, and that uh, was my first yeah. CD I ever owned, was the Warning. Was it? First compact disc Man, I ever got. And I, it, was, it was AAD. You, you, will, get, you will get me talking on a whole different tangent for Queensryche. Oh, I've dude. Talk, I mean, I've, I've missed, I missed two tours. <laughs> in the UK and I was fortunate enough went on holiday in the States and my wife bought me a surprise gift and it was to see Queensryche at the House of Blues in Orlando oh, with man. Don Dockin supporting acoustic guitar just sens- oh, sensational cool. was that when Dockin was on uh, his solo thing? it was yes with yeah. Mickey D on yeah, drums Mickey D on drums, King yeah. Diamond but it was actually he had um, Kelly Keeling I think just on acoustic guitar yeah. it was an acoustic support yeah, with Queensryche cool. just chilled out yeah. that's nice but but so so the Queensryche thing yeah um, uh, people, people like that's my, my was my point was the bandwagon fans where they yeah. they hear Empire and they think oh I love this band that's their first record <laughs> yeah I know I have no I know. idea that oh, they're like, yeah, they refer to like Mind Crime EP and, and, yeah. and the, the, the Warning and yeah, Mind Crime uh, etc Rage for dude that's my favorite record Screaming in Digital dude please. that's my favorite song <laughs> that's my favorite song on it well one of my favorites is off the Warning or Dreaming in Infrared oh, NM156 oh, I've not even heard a song like it off that first album oh. and then you've got Jeff you... Tate talking like a robot and it was just Oh, oh my Do you God. know how I, I turned on to Queen's Rack? <laughs> Funniest damn thing. You've heard of Columbia House Records and Tapes? Yeah, Do you yeah. remember them? Columbia House, like, yeah, yeah. 11 yeah. Records for a Penny. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh Do you remember that? God. Dude. So do you remember if you don't select a selection of the month, they send, send you, you one? one. They? Yeah, they okay. things like that over so in the UK as well. So guess what I got? I got, I was, I was on the road playing guitar for an Elvis impersonator. Right. And when I got, <laughs> and when I got home, I, I got the selection of the month because I didn't make my own decision on yeah. it. And it was a cassette of Rage for Order. <laughs> Dude, and I was like, oh, what's this? And I put it in. And I was like completely just infatuated yeah. with it. It was such a killer Dude, record. It was amazing. unlike anything you've ever heard. Well, that, the yeah. crazy vocal, yeah. the vibrato, yeah, the killer like uh, compositions and the production of the record, yeah. and the whole vibe with all the getups. And yeah, the, indeed. The hair yeah, that, the was, that was the it big was like, hair what style. happening right now. Yeah. So I was, I was just hook, line, and sinker, you know. Yeah. I was like, whoa, <laughs> dude, I was fished out of the water. <laughs> it was horrible. And still, still going strong now as well with a new singer. Oh, yeah. Oh, Latore. Dude, cut Tom Latore. For, he was in a band called, um, uh, oh, what, they wore like half masks. Yeah, it was, uh, the singer, previous singer was called Midnight, Crimson Glory. Crimson Glory, yes. Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, Midnight was that much. That's it. That's, that's cool. my nerd, my but nerd cool, brain though. kicking in. He, he's a really nice guy. He's a killer drummer. Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like all five foot two of yeah. them. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Like all these killer singers and killer um, famous people are like these yeah. five foot uh, Prince, Mick Jagger. All these yeah. they're teeny yeah. people. Yeah, no. All these people are teeny Full of so much talent. Yeah, yeah. It's not fair, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't understand. I don't understand at all. But, uh, but yeah, that's how I got involved in Queensryche. And, and it's funny how the, that that's how it works. Like people, the the, the younger generation, I, I, I wonder sometimes they don't go down the rabbit hole far yeah. enough. They yeah. they hear something and they think, oh, that's really cool. And they don't investigate the back catalog of some of these yeah. groups. Or you know? even perhaps their influences, the influence like uh, yes. Toes in it, for instance, uh, yeah. to sort of you know, to pick up the guitar. Yeah. And I say it's that instant. It's on YouTube. They'll just look at what they want to know yeah. there. And then in the well, you know, a lot of people don't thing. realize, it, unless they watch Toes in a Bossy interviews, that Toes in, the stuff that he was learning on guitar when he first started was like Smashing Pumpkins yeah, and yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Duh, duh, yeah. Just, yeah. Just playing these chords, you know? And look at him now. He's yeah. like this, this 
completely sought after, like a virtuoso considered guy. Indeed, indeed. Super humble, by the way. Yeah. Have you ever met him? Yeah, when they played, uh, I think it was man. last year or year before, and I spoke to him and uh, Xavier as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's cool. So he's fun. Really, yeah. Good to chat people. with those guys. Yeah. So, um, okay, so you, you've got the release out. People are talking about you. You're in magazines all over the place. There's this sort of new leading light in the sort of prog technical guitar wizardry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, uh, so She's next? unblushing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, stop it. Yeah, right. More pins. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. Please, <laughs> pretty please with sugar on top. We're going to be here for about another hour, yeah? Thanks, man. <laughs> so what does, what, what's your aspirations then from, from sort of uh, releasing that plane here as well? You've done the Road to Tech Fest mm-hmm. with Art Checo. So what are your aspirations? To, how do you want things to continue for, for Chris Shearman? And- well, I'm... I, um, I'm I haven't. I'm not able to announce it yet. Indeed. But there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, the there's a new festival. Uh, they're not new, but there's a festival that I've uh, I've uh, got asked to play, and I've agreed to play um, coming up um, later this year yeah. in Europe. So. A lot of people can guess what that is, but I'm not allowed to say yet. But yeah, I'm super stoked to play that. I'm going to do a, probably a full European tour around that festival. Right, excellent. And, then, uh, and I'm looking so forward to it because I love to play. Yeah. I love to play out for people yeah. and, and to see the reactions and to be able to talk and meet with the people and yeah. just talk about everyday life stuff or gear. I'm a yeah, gear, yeah, I'm yeah, a gear freak. freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will talk about gear all day long, all day long, about what you're using, why you're using it, what's right. a yeah. Alternative to yeah. something, whatever. So, what, do you but, put but, your pedal at the front loop? Is it at the end? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fractal and or why? Using, and why? You know, Kemper, why oh, isn't that? Yeah, why? That? Why? What's, what's the what's the science behind <laughs> your thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah. Et yeah, yeah. So, um, that, um, I'm going to be working on a new record. I have, a, I already have a few um, what I call like uh, demos or scratch tracks down yeah. of, of, of completed songs with drums. Um, okay, thank you, sir, <laughs> James, the bartender. <laughs> yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah, I'm going to be slurring my words. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just drink coffee. I haven't had, coffee. Any, I haven't had lunch yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm drinking pims on an empty stomach. What's the matter with you, boy? Yeah. So well, at least you're drinking after you've played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I can't play after drinking. No way. I will. I'm very disciplined about that. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. So um, a tour in uh, later this year festival stuff um, I'm working on some new tunes um, Naveen Copervice is drumming on a couple of the songs already I'm going to probably have some other players I, I, and I want to be able to work with uh, the guys that I'm touring with Arno right. Verrier yeah. Arno Verrier from Frats he's, uh, he's so cool yeah, yeah, he yeah. is just fancy he plays in uh, uneven structure, structure yeah, absolutely yeah. and um, he's just a number one and so is Matt Ball yeah. Matt Ball the bassist from Narcosia um, just fantastic guys um I'm super stoked because they're they're just really they're into what I'm creating. Yeah. And so I, I think I want to see and try to work, maybe work with them. Yeah. As far as like being writing parts for the new record and yeah. stuff. So um, they don't know it yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit them up. <laughs> you know, not only touring together, yeah. but maybe yeah. being a part of the Are you program. free one weekend? Yeah. You're not really doing anything. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Can't pay you much. <laughs> I can give you some pibs. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep, keep you yeah. liquored up. Yeah. yeah. So and your I, creative juices yeah. are flowing. And you can listen to McQueen's Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's worn out. <laughs> Queen's Rock. God, I love that band. Dude, I saw, uh, I saw Queen's Rock, Fate's Warning, and Dream Theater Fate's together tour. Wow. Yeah. All three bands in one show. One show. Yeah, they toured. Oh, I saw them in Denver, Colorado. Wow. 
that's uh, that's a pretty impressive. Are you a Face Warning fan? Uh, not too bad actually. They've just released a li- uh, live album as well, just this year. Oh, I haven't heard them for years, yeah. but like, have you ever listened to the album Parallels? Possibly Parallels. in the dim and distant past. Yeah. Break that out again. Right, okay. Here's your Spotify. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's really good. Oh, man. Ray Adler. Yeah. Uh, singer. So good. Yes. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Great arrangers. Yeah. Mark Zonders. It's such a killer like, drama. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Technical beyond his days, yeah. man. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, yeah, that's the that's the plan for the future is right, getting a new record, doing some more touring, and, and trying to spread the gospel of the Indeed. music to more people. <laughs> spread the gospel. I want to hit Australia and India. Yeah, yeah, I really want to go to India and yeah. play. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. There's a fan base that's 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 there already, and yes. I want to get there. Right. But I don't I have to work that There's out. There's a number of other guitarists. And funny enough, you mentioned that. I think um, Pliny, you know Pliny? Oh, yeah. Australia? Yeah, because he's over, over to India. Yeah. Because he played at uh, Download Festival, because I had a chat with him at Download. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that, you know, you've got this sort of major UK rock metal festival and there's that instrumental guitarist playing sensational set and great to see oh, that, that sort of playing is, is sort of branching into uh, I suppose a mainstream rock which festival which is so really. cool yeah it's absolutely. so cool because the, the booking agents and the promoters they, they did it right by, by getting him involved in that yeah I think because it, it's introducing something a little bit different absolutely it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's starting to pave the road yeah. for other people like myself and, and other instrumental yeah. guitar players so yeah. Hopefully that that will catch on and start to blend in with a lot of these other bands yeah. that have vocalists and that are doing that style of music yeah. because it's it's all about like um, color and and you know the kaleidoscope should be huge yeah, with absolutely. every color evolved. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. of course, I, I understand the separation between um, rap music and metal and yeah, soul yeah. music and, and disco and, yeah. and, and and blues music and whatever and country, but uh, you know there there there's so many similarities to good instrumental prog music yeah, and yeah. just heavy rock or yeah. whatever there's yeah. so many some of that. And, I, and a lot of the people will appreciate it and be open to it yeah. and Pliny's music is just so fresh yeah, yeah. Oh, man you know you just yeah. want to hug the guy yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> absolutely I yeah. just met him recently at um, the Summit Music Hall in Denver, Colorado right uh, he was touring with Tesseract yeah and um, I went out to see my boys in Tesseract good guys <laughs> and, um, and then I played uh, the Summit Music Hall like two weeks after right but it was uh, it, 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 he was super nice guy yeah. and his his band is so on point yes Cleaning. gosh yeah, yeah. Simon yeah. on the bass that's right yeah 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 and uh, yeah. Jake on the guitar and, and their new drummer Chris yes. is amazing yeah yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a sensational set as well at uh, mm. Download and I'd seen him here and they came here last year as well um, with Aaron Marshall uh, Oh, with intervals. intervals. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously they, they was Pliny was in his band and Aaron was in Pliny's band. Oh, I know. It was great. That's like the over. thing. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. Those guys share musicians. <laughs> yeah. It's so fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's really absolutely. cool, man. I love absolutely. those moves. Indeed. Well, Chris, we shall uh, call that. I could, spend, I could spend all day talking know, to you. Right. I should talk about old school metal and, yeah, and shred. Let's do it. Anyway. I, know, I know. Let's do it. All right. This show will be 14 hours. That's not a problem. Okay. Whack it all on my iTunes. Oh, just one last thing, actually. You're yeah, doing yeah. a master class here. As well, yes, I am. As well, yeah. 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 So, I mean, how do you feel about sort of doing like master classes and clinics um, and that sort of thing? Well, you know, I, I'm not sure what I want to talk about this time around. Okay. I'm not sure. I am planning to <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I got to figure that out. Just have a Um, a few more pims and make a couple of notes then. A couple of notes. Yeah, I was thinking about talking about maybe doing a playthrough of one of those tracks. Yeah. And then maybe talking about just like the idea of of how 
I, I went about creating it. Yeah. Maybe the arrangement or the writing part of it. Yeah. And, uh, and technique. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that, I'm thinking about doing that. Yeah. So, maybe talking about the writing and the creative part. Yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. Indeed. But, you Indeed. know, when the eyes are upon you so yeah. close, you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The pressure's there. Yeah, I know. No pressure. Yeah. Like, arms folded. All of it. Yeah. You put your deodorant on. Me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just wang the <laughs> How about that? Oh, is it going for you? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Bunch of distortion. <laughs> Cover everything up. <laughs> Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks oh, for it. Pleasure, Steve. Steve. Thank you. Uh, really do appreciate it. And oh. uh, I look forward to a masterclass tomorrow. All right, man. Where the eyes we'll, will be upon you. We'll see you there, Steve. <laughs> cheers, man. Don't stare too long. <laughs> Maybe uncomfortable. All right, cheers, man. Thanks.